0: Welcome to Escaping Purgatory, a podcast where we rewatch Supernatural, then talk it through in the hopes that we can finally escape this show.
1: Join us each week and leave comments on upcoming episodes, and together we can escape Supernatural Purgatory. Hi. Hello.
0: Now, before we get into this episode, I thought it's really important that I stay outright. Just very much at the beginning of this episode. Yes. Uh, This is the no homo episode.
1: No homo, (laughs) absolutely. 100% no homo, just bros.
0: Just bros. There's only (laughs) bros here. So if you came here for an in-depth analysis, of the bisexuality of Dean Winchester. Um, I'm sorry to tell you but this is a bros only episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're here to tell you what women actually want in a man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This episode.
0: My friend, my friend. If there was ever, ever a thesis to be written about Dean's bisexuality this would be the number one reference right
1: (laughs) yeah yes this would be your launching pad for sure yeah like you you would look at this episode and then you'd sort of maybe backtrack a little bit to some of the early ones (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then go forward quite a lot and see all of the uh indications so we shall we say subtext. Is, it even, subtext. is this episode even subtext
0: is it even subtext
1: to some people <laughs> it will be but it shouldn't be it shouldn't it should. be that is plain text right there it's,
0: it's, yeah it's great i i feel like someone could have been watching supernatural through a certain lens you get to this episode and you're like i was right <laughs> <laughs> get on the internet
1: guys guys
0: i was right (laughs) uh yeah
1: Yeah. i mean for an entire episode yes but i was just thinking about with ash and dean that was maybe like the first like inkling but they weren't together for very long Mm -hmm. but this is like like i said and that that could be subtext this (laughs) no 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 there's there's this is just out there for the world to see,
0: right? Yeah, no, yeah, you're definitely right. There have been hints and hints and tips
1: <laughs> leading up to this
0: episode, but this is, I mean, I, um, yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> completely speechless. I,
0: I'm speechless. This episode was absolutely. It's so ridiculous. I.
1: It is, and you know, so Catherine Humphries wrote this one. Yeah. I have questions for this lady. Yes. Yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> she, she does episodes, I feel, that... I don't know. They, they she's, she's quite a funny writer, I think. She writes mm-hmm. some like funny moments. She seems to get the ones that are about the plot, but not about the plot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you think about Dead's, Dead Man's Blood, it's, like, plotty, but it's not the main... It's not quite the main plot, but it is the main plot. And the usual suspects as well, that's very much focused on... Like, the B-plot bit of it. Metamorphosis, Mm -hmm. again, is like a... Like, it's there,
1: but it's not. Um, She's very good at writing arguments. Yes,
0: and there is a big argument in this episode. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's why. They like the conflict. I don't know, man. I don't know what else to say about this. Because... Who's the guy who plays the FBI agent? Is he in True Blood? I feel like he's in True Blood.
1: Yes. That's where I recognise yeah. him from.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely where I know him from. So he's, he's stayed in the supernatural genre um, after yes. this. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, he's, he started True Blood in 2008, so... Oh, he was on it before this. Okay.
0: Okay, so I think let's get into this because there's a lot to be said here. Yeah. And I don't even know where to start. So let's start at the beginning.
1: This episode starts with cast. Cast. <laughs>
0: This should be my first indication. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Saying that um, Sam is going down a dangerous road, and if you don't stop him, I will. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of the psychic stuff, and Sam and Ruby's relationship.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of, like, the conflict, right? Of, like, Dean and yeah. Sam, like, fighting and stuff. So it just continues into this episode.
1: Mm-hmm. And so then we are inside a kitchen. Yeah. Um, and a woman is just at her counter... Beating her meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing I thought when I, saw, when I watched
0: this. I was like, are they already making some kind of, like, sex joke?
1: I mean, the episode is called Sex and Violence. Yes. So during this scene, so she's in the kitchen beating her meat with a tenderizer. <laughs> yeah. And you see, like, a man exit a car and you can see her through the window yeah and it was at that point that I was like I am so glad my kitchen's at the back of my house because I don't think I could handle having my kitchen like window where people can just see in
0: oh no why have these people never heard of oh they're called in England net curtains I don't know what they Mm -hmm. call them in America you know they're like the the thin curtain that you get so you can see out but people can't see into your house Mm mm-hmm yeah
1: everyone should have those everyone should have those yes yeah. <laughs>
0: it,
1: it's oh it's bad it, it made me uncomfortable and I guess that's the whole point yeah I way. think so yeah the man comes in it's clearly her husband and they get into some like a kind of an argument It, it again it made me really uncomfortable because mm. it's it seemed very like doing some armchair psychology but it appeared very abusive right yeah like the wife was like hey you know your boss is Riding you late, like, why are you very dismissive? And just Mm -hmm. like, then she says that, you know, we got a party we can go to this weekend. And he gets really angry at that. And he's like, well, I didn't, why did you do that? You know, I didn't want to. Yeah. She says, what? I thought you liked Gary. He says, yeah, that doesn't mean I want to waste my Saturday night with him. (laughs) And so it's like, that's kind of weird. There's some very interesting shots in this. Mm. She's kind of half in the frame, but then most of it's like a lampshade she's turning on the light Mm -hmm. and you see him very slowly approach and then takes the tenderizer and then kills her with it yeah pretty much
0: yeah it seems like from her initial reactions that this wasn't like normal that they would argue and stuff i feel like she seemed quite Mm -hmm. surprised by it so yeah there's something supernatural going on but it's yeah you're right it's uncomfortable yeah i guess it's supposed to be they felt the supernatural blood splattering.
1: They did, yep, across their wedding picture. Mm-hmm.
0: Aw. So, yeah, title card from a blood splatter, pretty standard supernatural stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, we see Dean sleeping in a motel room. So where's Dean sleeping? Um, <laughs> yeah. Sam is in another room, like, um, talking, and then something wakes Dean up, uh, and he looks and sees that Sam's in his bed, and he kind of watches him have a conversation, but Sam can't see him. It's really funny because it, as Sam kind of finishes up this conversation on his phone, like Dean pretends to be asleep again, <laughs> yeah. like a little kid. Um, and then when, you know, when Sam comes in, uh, he wakes Dean up. He says, up and at him, kiddo, which again, cute. Yes. And Dean again, like is acting like rubbing his eyes like, oh, what's going on?
1: I'm so I... sleepy. I just woke up, yeah. oh no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Dean asks what what Sam was doing up and he's like, "No, I was just in the bathroom. Um, so Dean knows he's lying because he saw him on the phone. Oh, it's sort mm-hmm. of a big conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Sam's found a job, it's in Bedford, Iowa and it was the guy who killed his wife and there have been two other murders within quite a short amount of time all of them seemed happy no prior like convictions or anything and sam compares it to the shining <laughs> which is for yeah, about right i guess no yeah not yet. Uh, so they decide to go they cut to them interviewing this guy in the prison and they're pretending to be lawyers
1: is it lawyers or fbi agents i
0: think here they're pretending to be lawyers the guy's like why do they keep sending you i don't need a lawyer they kind of say like we don't want you know we don't really want to represent you we just want to know what happens and they quiz this guy about why he did it and he seems regretful but like almost like not regretful enough i felt mm-hmm. it was weird right like if he was under yeah. the influence of something i feel like he'd be like i don't know why i did it like really distressed but he's just sort of resigned to the fact he killed his- i guess people have different reactions to things happening but mm-hmm. i don't know So they're asking him, like, the basic questions. Like, Dean's like, do you think something possessed you? Did something possess you to do this? (laughs) Um, And this guy's like, he doesn't know why he did it. But he does seem a little bit cagey. And eventually, I think Sam pulls out or Dean pulls out some papers that have his financial records on. And it shows that he's been charged to, like, a shady company called M&C Entertainment, which apparently is how, like, strip cubs would come up on your credit card. And Dean would know this. <laughs> Dean would know this. <laughs> <laughs> um and the guy's being quite evasive still, but then eventually he drops in that he met this woman whose name was Jasmine and he's like, I don't know why it happened. Like I was I I don't normally go to like strip bars. It's normally like it was I was just there for a bachelorette party but I met her. His wife didn't find out so that wasn't the motive. But basically, this woman convinced him to kill her. <laughs> she was mm-hmm. like, they'd be together forever. I think it's <laughs> the phrasing. And then once he had killed his wife, she just disappeared. And he never saw her again. Sam's like, well, why didn't you tell all this to the cops? Like, this is a bit suspicious. And this is where he seems the most regretful. Because he's like, well, she didn't do it. I, I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, I've deserved to be punished for this. So. I mean, it's pretty sad. This is basically like his guy's life has been destroyed, and and now we know he kind of had no control over his actions. So it's yeah, it's pretty yeah uh, tragic, I guess. The next scene, they're pretending to be feds this time. Same suits, mm-hmm. different badges. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Summed up supernatural. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> We see a lady, um, she's wearing a a, a white lab coat, so she's clearly a doctor. Of course. (laughs) Of course she is. Uh, Her name is Cara Roberts, and she's sort of taking um, tablets uh, from a bottle, so she's she's displaying all the TV signs of a hangover. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) When I have a hangover, I'm just like, no, you can't, no. There's no way, no way I could go into work. I don't drink that much so it's that like, I would end up mm-hmm. getting a hangover very often. But when I do, it's bad.
1: It's bad, it's bad news, man. Um, I, haven't, I haven't gone drinking like that in a long time, so I can't say for certain. And when I have it's when I've been on like holiday, so yeah. I wouldn't have to go to work anyway. <laughs> it's when I'm young and dumb and
0: that's you know, <laughs> yeah. fine. Um, <laughs> so Sam comes into her office. Rough night? Fun night. A rough morning. Oh, the flirting has begun. <laughs>
1: the flirting has begun.
0: Very <laughs> very strong vibes between Sam and Kara from like, the moment that he walks into the office. She like mm-hmm. clocks him as like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are my type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and like Sam's into it, to be fair to mm-hmm. him.
1: Yeah, he's... We, we, always, we always knew he liked the older lady.
0: He does. Sam likes the milf. I mean, I'm not saying this lady is a milf, but she is an old, she's definitely older than him.
1: I, yeah, cause she, I mean, yeah. she's a doctor who's been married and had That's to get divorced. true. Yeah, so, so she's had that whole life experience thing. I think the earliest you can become a doctor is in, like, your late 20s.
0: Yeah, it's like seven years. So Sam introduces himself as Agent Stiles. And I... Fr- <laughs> when I first heard it, because... He's just so about so much in the media at the moment. I was like, is this a Harry Styles reference? And then I remembered the year.
1: <laughs> I did the same kind of thing. And I was like, subconsciously, when you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and then Dean is, is Dean Murdoch. So I think Styles and Murdoch, I'm, I'm guessing it's some kind of like TV cop show or something, but it's from the 60s or whatever. I'm thinking mm-hmm. like uh, Starsky Hut, much St. kind of style
1: yeah i probably same kind of thing like um dukes of hazard and all that kind of yeah exactly, exactly same era
0: it makes sense for them they are very much like dukes of hazard kind of <laughs> Just like, less racist
1: like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not driving around with a just a confederate flag just painted oh, yeah. on the roof
0: I've, to be fair to me i've never watched
1: <laughs> stars getting
0: Hutch. i think i've seen the ben stiller owen wilson version
1: and I think they still had the... Do they
0: still have it in that movie? Yeah.
1: Let me have... Uh, we're getting so sidetracked, but That's I won't have a look. That's really bad.
0: How did they get away
1: with that? Because it's the Dukes of Hazard, so... Yeah,
0: but, like, you'd think, oh, we're going to remake this. Maybe let's take some of the problematic things out of it. Anyway, <laughs> he introduced himself as um, working from the Sheriff's Department. Well, Sam says, do you work for the Sheriff's Department? And Kara says, like, yeah, I kind of do a bit of everything because it's a small town. Because uh, you know she just does the doctoring of everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Sam asks about the case, about the three guys, and because she handled their workups and she also did the autopsies on their victims, and she didn't really find anything at all. Um, but then when Sam asks again about the husband, she asks to see his badge. So right. it's like, oh, there's something suspicious going on. And he actually like does get it out and like holds it up for quite a long time. So they must have had better badges than they have yeah. previously. I mean, that's thanks to Bobby, right?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Bob, Bobby's the one in charge of their IDs now. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Dean just going to a copier's shop. <laughs> yeah, making
0: like, was it Bikini Inspector badges or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it turns out that in these in these guys' blood, they had very high oxytocin levels. And she explains kind of what that
1: is. Sam has a really hard time with this. Like, you're right because it's later on in the show that he can't say it and I wonder if there was like some sort of like behind the scenes thing where he just he couldn't say it so they were just like whatever like <laughs> I
0: feel I like know. Sam wouldn't have any problem with knowing how to say oxytocin
1: you would think so <laughs> something that he just feels uncomfortable saying I don't know
0: Maybe that's the reason he that... didn't do a science degree yeah maybe but you think with all that Latin there's a lot of Latin in law right so yes yeah
1: and he there's a lot of latin that he does he he can recite the entire exorcism (laughs) good point good point
0: i never really tied the latin thing to his like law degree demon exorcism but yeah sam definitely can speak latin so why is he having a problem with oxytocin oxytocin i think is derivative of latin it would make sense to me that it is but Mm -hmm. they got most of this right most of it (laughs) <laughs> yes uh oxytocin is important during childbirth it's it, it's also like just the same hormone that you like eating chocolate can raise your oxytocin levels so mm-hmm. that's why that tastes kind of nice to some people or like getting a hug Oh I, Aww. I, I think that I think a better description of it than the love hormone is more like the hug
1: hormone because
0: like you know it's like <laughs>
1: It's, this it's, episode is not called hugs and violence, it's called sex and violence. But
0: oxytocin is not the only like hormone involved in falling in love with people. There's like, dopamine and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like oxytocin is very overblown sometimes by media
1: scientists.
0: That's what I'm going to call them.
1: So I wonder if that's like, because I feel like dopamine is a thing that's being used now. But maybe yeah. in 2008, 9, when this came out, mm-hmm. oxytocin was the one
0: yeah i
1: think so. the the writers found out about it and we're like oh let's just Uh use it all the time now (laughs) Um,
0: but yeah it's it's yeah (laughs) um she says like oh yeah it's how you feel when you first fall in love like weak the knees tattoo on your chest thing not touching that one
1: oxytocin Um, oh okay yeah i get that now i get that now okay (laughs) Says, of course, it eventually fades and then you're stuck with every relationship ever. That and the painful regimen of tattoo removal.
0: I like the tattoo. I like the tattoo reference. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, you could read that a few different ways. I like to read it in the uh, rib etching kind of way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, can't get that removed. Um Nope. Sam and Cara kind of like, they have a little flirty smile at each other, like, oh, <laughs> oh, could this be an increase in our oxytocin?
1: <laughs> our eyes locked and our brains emitted hormones. Exactly.
0: <laughs> um, and then Dean comes in and he's like, what well, I miss. It ruins the moment. It totally ruins it. He introduces himself as Murdoch and um, also starts flirting with Kara because he's like,
1: These agents sound so formal. You can call me Dean.
0: Dr. Roberts. She's not. She's not into Dean. She likes not tall. men tall. <laughs> tall
1: and young.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. And floppy-haired. Um, yes. So, yeah, she turns back to Sam's and is like, oh, you know, can I help you with anything else? And he's like, oh, okay, one more thing. And he has to ask again, you're right, about the chemical like oxytocin and ask what would cause those kinds of high levels. And she's like, nothing that I've ever seen. I mean... There is a synthetic version of oxytocin. Like, you, you can just, like...
1: They give it to people to induce childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure if, you, if they can name the chemical in a bot like a hormone, pretty sure they have synthetic versions of it. If they,
0: Yeah, usually yeah. <laughs> some
1: way to manipulate it.
0: Yeah, you're right. But yeah, there's definitely a synthetic. Maybe it's one of those things that you can tell if it's a synthetic version. I don't actually know, but um, possible. That, you know, as they leave, Sam and Cara are still smiling at each other. And um, sounds like, Oh, try a greasy breakfast for your hangover. And, and she's like, watch it. I'm the only doctor here. It's so bad. is <laughs> so, so bad. <laughs> bad.
1: I, I think uh, I cringed from all of their interactions. And it's not, it's not even that bad, really. But it, it's just like, I don't know. I'm it seems just, quite like
0: forced. It. But I think that's on purpose because they do try to implicate her in the case. So I think that's why it feels like a bit... But no, Sam's just like that. (laughs) 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 He doesn't really know how to flirt with women, I
1: feel. That is actually 100% accurate. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't know how to flirt with women. It's just like... Because we don't know what it was like between him and Jessica, obviously, because backstory, what's that? I
0: feel she took pity
1: on his awkward
0: stumbling about, and that seems to have been... The pattern with the other women that he's met in the series so far. Aside from Ruby, because Ruby has an alternative motive. Yeah. But she very much takes the lead in that relationship. Actually, to be fair, again, I this is this is just my Mm headcanon. Most of the women that Sam sleeps with seem to be like, I'm choosing this one. The kind of socially awkward one. I'm going to flirt <laughs> with that one. <laughs> um, and then kind of go for it. So maybe he just like sat in a lady who kind of takes charge. Yeah, it could be. But I don't know why I'm theorizing on this. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on. Um, so, as they walk out of the office, Dean says, you totally C-blocked me. And I realize it's because he's not allowed to say the word cock on, <laughs> on the CW. <laughs>
1: yep that would be it (laughs) we'll say it for you dean (laughs) i i I love the fact that he he goes in so confident and being like yes this lady doctor wants me he's like (laughs) no she she really just she referred to herself as dr roberts like that was there was no first name introduction (laughs) like no Keep dreaming their love.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the overconfidence is just, like, Dean thinks he's God's gift to women in this episode, especially for some reason.
1: And then in this episode, a man falls in love with him. (laughs)
0: Look. It's all about fronts. (laughs) Yes. Okay, we're getting there, we're getting there. So Sam and Dean um, leave... And they're saying that the other two husbands who are also implicated also spent a ton of money at a strip club called the Honey Wagon. which I, can't, I don't like the name of that. And they also had affairs with like strippers there, but it was like a different person each time. So they all described them, though, the exact same way.
2: Perfect and everything that they wanted. <laughs> yeah, at least they'll Dream Barber convince them to murder their wives. There's that. You know, it's almost like they are
1: under some kind of love spell sure seems that way
0: i just want you to remember this, uh, this that there's a few conversations that we have before we meet the monster of the week that you just need to hold in your mind during this episode so again perfect everything they wanted love spell Mm-hmm. yeah there were more later dean is super hyped
2: you seem pretty cheery strippers sammy strippers
0: He's very excited. Because every other time they thought that it was going to be strippers, it wasn't strippers. And this time... (laughs) It is. It is.
1: (laughs) The one thing I will say, for him being so excited about it being at a strip club, he completely ignores them in the next scene. Apart from, like, he gets a little bit distracted. But after that, he's just very much, like, focused.
0: But I mean, you know, I think anyone who's ever watched a lady take off her clothes on stage, I mean... This difficult
1: not to be distracted. because of, <laughs> course. of course. I'm not saying that, but like you know, his his he's so excited at this point. That's true. But that excitement doesn't actually really carry through.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. Like it doesn't. It doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like he's excited because he feels like he should be excited about it.
1: Yes, the idea of it being a stripper is more exciting than it actually being a stripper. Yeah.
0: Again, <laughs> what do people really want? What do they really want? What does Dean really want?
1: (laughs) Anyway, I mean, maybe it's answered in this episode. Maybe I
0: don't know. So they get to the honey wagon, and um, there's some good there's some good music in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yes, it's it's decent. Um, and Dean's talking to the manager and asking about the three women that they're trying to find that have been described to him. And this this manager just like not having it.
1: <laughs> they're all Disney princesses.
0: They are Jasmine, Aurora, and Ariel. I never know. I didn't notice that in the thing. <laughs> it, while I was watching it, I was like, "Oh no, that's clever." Yeah. Yeah, and the other, the the one later on is also called Belle. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's really good. Um, <laughs> And um, the manager was like, do you know how many people I deal with? Like girls use fake names, like whatever. And, you know, he doesn't have any paperwork or anything. This guy is actually running quite a dodgy establishment. There should be some kind of paper trial. Um, there should be. He's yep. probably not paying his employees properly, is what he's saying, really. Exactly that. Yeah. He corrects Dean to calling um, these ladies strippers to exotic dancers as well. And said so they're independent contractors working for cash. So, yeah, this guy is dodgy. And Dean's like, well, you know, three of your customers murdered their wives. Don't you think that's weird? And the manager's like, yeah, that's super friggin' weird. <laughs> but it ain't my problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and as he leaves, uh, Sam walks over to him. They kind of like catch each other's eye from across the club. And Sam's been talking to Bobby. And he has a theory that this is a siren. And mm-hmm. Dean's like, like Greek myth siren, the Odyssey. And <laughs> when Sam looks at him, like, what? And he's like, I read. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but like the odyssey
0: I mean even I haven't read the odyssey like it's just it seems it seems hard
1: (laughs) there's certain books you just look at like Moby Dick is another one you just look at it and you're just like no
0: (laughs) yeah no Dean probably has read the odyssey because boredom but also like I don't know is it Jason the Argonauts that's a good film with the like, scare the mm-hmm. scary skeleton. Mm-hmm. I always remember that one scene from Jason the Argonauts with the like stop motion skeletons.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that. Like like that like terrified everybody when it came out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know, no, but it would. The Odyssey is um, Odysseus, though, right? I <sighs> Oh my gosh! Don't test me my Greek mythology. i I should know this. Maybe Also, we're going back to Trojan War, Achilles and Patroclus. Look, it all comes back to being very <laughs> no-homo. Um, <laughs> just connect those dots. Wildly, wildly connect them. Um, Sam's like, oh yeah, the siren's not actually a myth, more of a beautiful creature that preys on men, enticing them with their siren song. And Dean's like, welcome to the jungle or cherry pie. (laughs) I mean, for Dean, that's kind of true. Sam says that their song is more of a metaphor. Um, Like, they're cool, they're allure. (laughs) And Dean's like, they shake their thing and guys zombie out. And Sam's like, yeah, (laughs) basically. (laughs) Um, And explains like what sirens were. They used to like live on islands, lure sailors to their death, yada, yada, yada. What's interesting here is like in the siren myth, they talk about like putting wax in your ears so you don't hear them. But that's
1: mm-hmm. not how sirens work in supernatural at all. Like they don't rely on their voices. No, no not at all. And also the two don't mesh either. Mm. Because sirens in this context were killing men. Yeah. But actually in this mostly in this, it's ruining men. So the the siren has ruined the men of their lives. Yeah. But they're still alive. Like they killed their wives. So it's kind of like I wonder if like they're calling it a siren but it's not actually it's actually a different completely different mythical creature yeah that relies on this method and it's about being adored it's almost like it's almost like a god right
0: yeah kind of see i was thinking like maybe sirens of old did used to eat the men right so you'd, you'd kill them on the rocks mm-hmm. eat them but now you know modern times no need to eat people anymore we don't live on a remote island so just i don't know for funsies let's see how far we can push these guys i mean the siren in this episode says it's about like falling in love over and over again so maybe they're eating the like hormones
1: but this siren is just abandoning them yeah after the fact
0: so it's just it's just for like Fits and giggles, it's right? for yeah, it's yeah.
1: For <laughs> lots of love, right? For right, lots, of yeah. love. <laughs> lots of love,
0: lots of love. So, Sam's like, If you were a siren in 09 and I suddenly aged a million years when he said that, I was like, oh my gosh, it was really long ago. Um, yeah, where would you set up shop? And Dean's like, Oh, so whatever floats the guy's boat, right? This is the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> He's like whatever <laughs> fl- floats the guy's boat that's what they look like and sam's like yeah sirens can read minds. they see what you most want and they can kind of like cloak themselves like an illusion and seems like like the same chick uh different dream girls and sam says probably pretty so- like pretty solitary there's another bit in this where he says like they're all you ever wanted or whatever
1: i think it's the co- there may be a conversation between him and bobby later on yeah
0: yeah that's the other one <laughs> that's the other one <laughs> anyway they, they discuss how they're gonna kill it and it sounds like Bobby's working on it because they don't know they haven't come across a siren before uh, Bobby hasn't come across a siren before either it seems and um <laughs> seems like well it could be
1: anyone and then God. so the, again this is like another reason why I'm like is this really a siren because there's no water involved in this episode they're not near water no I was in the middle of the country. There's no <laughs> lakes nearby. Like, what is, uh, why a siren?
0: Why a siren? Well,
1: maybe they couldn't find a mythical creature that's very similar to this.
0: I don't know. I just feel like Catherine Humphreys is trying to tell us something. That's all I'm saying. She's so just <laughs> trying hard.
1: We have questions.
0: <laughs> getting it past those censors, getting it past the other writers. It's like, no, guys, it'll be fine. It's a siren. It's a siren. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> So we see the camera go to this young man, and he is with a lady called Belle, um, and we see them leave together. So it's like, oh, the siren's got another victim. Um, this is confirmed because we follow them all the way to his apartment, where he's looking after his sick mother. It's, it's very, like, I don't know. <laughs> I think Dean later references basic instincts. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, Yeah. Um, and, you know, because she's all like, oh, I love you so much. You know, we could be together forever if only your mother wasn't here. Um, and like, they have sex at one point. And we see in the mirror that she's actually this like monster looking mm-hmm. thing. Um,
1: <laughs> I was thinking this is the first monster looking thing that we've actually seen in a long time.
0: Yeah. It reminded me of the first vampire from Buffy. Yes. Yeah with the like yeah. sunken eyes and like mm-hmm. yeah the really really pale skin and i would actually say that sirens look more like vampires than vampires do in supernatural yes <laughs> that means not- <laughs> that's such a dumb sentence
1: but the funny thing is i completely understand what you mean
0: <laughs> <laughs> even with their like mouth thing like the mouth mm-hmm. thing that sirens do that's kind of more vampy to me. i don't know And yeah, eventually uh, Belle manages to convince this guy to kill his mother and he does. And as he does, she just leaves. She puts her dress back on and like, peace out, man. (laughs) Goodbye.
1: (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) See you later,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could get undressed and redressed
1: as smoothly as that lady does. Because that was some skill. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it probably helps that it's easily accessible clothing too.
0: Yeah, she's got like a zip dress on, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah,
0: I don't know. I was just like, yeah, I, I admire that. That's a, that is a, that is an actual <laughs> learned skill um, that should be appreciated. Yep.
1: <laughs> so Dean is doing research, but is being distracted by Sam's phone.
0: I, um, I love. No, I laughed so hard at this. <laughs> <laughs> the expression on his face is so dumb. It's like he's just staring at the phone, like really moodily, like brooding at this mobile phone, like
1: <laughs> ring! <laughs> I need something to be mad at. <laughs> the phone will be it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so that's funny. So he he picks up the phone, and because obviously this is pre iPhone and all that. Well, they never have iPhones because uh, contracts and stuff, but. Um, pre-smartphones basically mm-hmm. so there's no lock on this phone so you can just get straight in
0: you could still put a pin on your phone i feel in
1: 2009 yeah probably but then it's 17 so yeah they,
0: they yeah. fully 100 trust each other in all aspects of their life
1: apart from none of them <laughs> <laughs> he goes back through the call log and looks back at about what time he heard the phone call the previous day i guess and he rings the number and it's actually it's ruby on the other end yeah and he hangs up the phone and looks upset. He then puts the phone back down, like, just as Sam walks in and tries not to look guilty. He... <laughs> How Sam didn't catch on to, like, everything in this episode, I don't know. <laughs> but here you go. There you I go. I feel right. like
0: Dean pranks him a lot there with his phone, like, changes his ringtone and stuff. So he probably just thought Oh, like... he
1: has definitely taken a picture of his butt and, like, put it as- <laughs> wallpaper right (laughs) yeah 100 (laughs) sam lets us know that you know he's looked into lenny bristol which i thought was funny his name's bristol that he was definitely a siren victim he brought home a stripper named bell a couple hours ago then he offed his mother and then bell went mia so this time the sirens going after the woman closest to him, yeah, not, like his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then Sam's phone rings, and Dean's like, "Yeah, uh, you, you forgot your cell phone, <laughs> and let me give it to you." Like,
0: <laughs> this man can't lie.
1: <laughs> but then he can, like, really convincingly.
0: He can't lie about the little things, only the yeah. big things. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's Bobby on the phone, and Bobby says, "Have you found her yet?" And they obviously have not. Bobby says, well, the law from a dusty Greek poem, shockingly, it's a little vague. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I would I would guess so.
2: It says you need a bronze dagger
1: covered in the blood of a sailor under the spell of the song. What the hell does that mean? You got me. Which, I'm really surprised that they don't know what that means. I feel like that's very clear. It's so obvious. <laughs> I mean... A bronze dagger okay you know what a bronze dagger yeah. is covered in the blood of a sailor under the spell of it could be anybody under the spell of a siren it's like, like
0: yeah. bobby has to lay it out for them as well and it's like they're explaining it for the audience you know people who are watching this while eating dinner
1: <laughs> who are like i what? guess
0: so.
1: <laughs> i guess so, yeah and he says we're dealing with three thousand year old telephone game here which i thought was great great Bobby clarifies that the siren spell has nothing to do with the song; it's more likely to be a toxin or a venom, Mm -hmm. and and then she gets it into the the victim's blood. Sam asks, "Do you think that they infect or she infects them during sex?" And he calls it a supernatural STD, (laughs) which uh, I feel like there's a lot of those actually. (laughs) Yeah, Uh it feels so weird to be explaining exactly what the poem said because he says here however it happens once it's done the sirens has got to watch her back she gets a dose of her medicine and it mm. kills her yeah like yeah that's exactly what you just said in the poem just, just it, do they not do english literature is that what it is no
0: there, there's no i mean they kind of know i feel that sam and dean are not very good at sometimes reading past the obvious
1: <laughs> yeah i guess so
0: they take things at face value
1: <laughs> yeah that's true so what you got to find a way to juice one of the ojs in jail
0: that's such an old reference and also a terrible one
1: i can't believe they wrote that into a tv show oh, i know i know and i mean that that tells you what a difference like oh i guess it was 14 years at that point right yeah 14, 15 years yeah
0: not that easy
1: none of those guys are under the spell anymore I haven't got a clue where you're going to get the blood you
2: need. I think I might have an idea.
1: And then it cuts to the hospital and Sam and Dean both go. And she says, Agent Styles, can't keep away, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, actually, we're here on business about the blood samples. The ones high with, you know, oxytocin. It's Say like <laughs> What? What's wrong with saying oxytocin? I don't, I don't... Know.
0: It's like a dirty word that he doesn't want to say.
1: But yeah. Okay. Well, oxytocin. Whoa. <laughs> 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 and as they're sort of going back and forth and like getting these blood samples, because the doctor's reluctant to give them to, mm-hmm. to them, another guy comes up and like says, hey, we're a little busy here. And he says, so am I, pal. <laughs> and they both show their FBI badges. Oh, um <laughs> so the the new guy uh introduces himself as nick Monroe. they introduce themselves as sam styles and dean murdoch um they they have a it's very rapid like interrogation of each other yeah what's your name nick Monroe. what's yours i'm special agent
2: sam styles this is my partner dean murdoch what office are you from uh omaha violent crimes unit my sac sent me down here to see about the murders
1: and then Sam's just like, you know what? Just call our, a- our AD, which is assistant director. Mm-hmm. And he'll sort things out. And so he does that. And we hear Director Kaiser. Kaiser so I'm <laughs> <and> thinking. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, and it's Bobby. Bobby's just there making himself some breakfast. In a kiss the cookie a-
0: apron. <laughs> oh, <on>
1: Bobby! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just love it. Uh, he's very... Authoritative, and um, I love that this. I love this for them, like having Bobby just be like this old older man with a uh, you know authority. The thing
0: is, as well, like when you watch later seasons, they learn this from Bobby because Dean has phones like masking taped up with different things that say mm-hmm. like FBI and stuff on. So, oh, it makes me a little bit sad too.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he, he when he puts the phone down. He hang like he's got a whole row of different phones mm-hmm. one says Fed Marshall FBI and um, CIA and others yeah and he says those idiots <laughs> 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 so we come back to the group in the hospital and Monroe uh, apologizes Monroe says well it's about to run the purpose blood work stuff says we've already done that it's a dead end mm-hmm. and then he says, Monroe says, get this. Yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> I was like, oh. He says, I think I found something that connects all the murders. Mm. So he goes over their entire theory. Yeah. That they're strippers from the same club. And Sam Dean's like, you don't say. <laughs> Monroe suggests that they go to the strip club to like trip, check it out. Dean says, we're kind of lone wolves. <laughs> it had very much ghost... Face her vibes
0: It really did. <laughs> Two guys just together saying, No, we're lone wolves. It's like <laughs> you're together. How are you a lone wolf? I
1: don't know, but here we are. But Sam's like, no nah, actually, this is a good idea. Um and he pulls Dean aside and he says, You gotta stay with him, you know, keep him out of the way so that like Sam can get the blood blood samples and get busy
0: sorry
1: dean's like well what what am i supposed to do with him he says just take him to the strip club keep an eye out for the siren just focus on the naked girls you'll forget he's even there oh but that doesn't happen does it (laughs) no not even close (laughs) not even close (laughs) and dean says i'm
0: not doing this for you i'm doing this for the girls sure dean i'm just everything i say to him is like sure dean I just feel like if I'd met this man in real life, I'd just be so patronising towards him. Everything he says is just like, okay, honey. Like, (laughs) you keep thinking that about yourself. It's okay.
1: (laughs) You can do it. When you come to terms with it, come see me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Dean and Monroe, or Nick, Dean and Nick, go outside and Nick notices that it's an impala and like can name some of the stats. And Dean's very impressed they they drive off. Mm-hmm. They yep. drive off onto greener pastures. <laughs> 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 oh. Back in the hospital, Sam's trying to convince Car about giving the blood samples over. She's really wanting to know why he wants to run the tests. So it was during this I was like, why are they making this comparison? Yeah. Why? What? What is it? Why? Why is this being written in TV right now that these are the two comparisons that we we have? So not only do we have a Ruby and Sam situation, mm-hmm. we have a Dean and Cass situation. Now we have a Sam and Kara situation yeah. and we have a Dean and Nick situation. Why is this happening? Why and people this- are like, hmm, <laughs> Dean's always been straight, no homo.
0: No, 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 you're forgetting we're the crazy ones oh that's right, that's right. <laughs> right. we're reading I too much into that. it yeah the fact that the parallel relationships that dean has is with men is, is means it means nothing annabelle i am yeah. i you're, you know
1: you're right i'm so sorry that <laughs> i'm reading way <laughs> too much into this
0: <laughs> if you want to put if i want to put on my sensible hat I say sensible hat. My sensible hat is the reading that I'm already doing. If I want to put my no homo hat on, (laughs) I'm going to get it out, dust it off. It smells disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, I do. What this is, is the old switcheroo. So like they weren't, they they weren't expecting, they were like, oh, it's going to be a big twist. We're doing a Mm -hmm. twist. And so no one will see it coming because we've been referring to the siren in female pronouns. And... Car and Sam are way too into each other to like, for people who have met this quickly. But I mean, that happens with Sam. He gets into women way too quick. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. I can see what they were doing to make this no homo. And yet, it is there.
1: And yet, it is there. there. Yeah. I. And I mean, the parallels got stronger and stronger, like, from here. And it's just like. Uh, In this episode, I mean. You want this blood because...
2: Uh, We'd like to run some
1: tests. (laughs) You know, I've run every test there is. It's um, my job. Notice the lab coat. Sam says, well, we have a specialist. And when she goes to get the samples, which... (laughs) Do you have any thoughts on how the samples are stored?
2: (laughs) So many. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay i figured i was like amy's gonna say something about this because this this doesn't feel right this doesn't feel right the
0: tubes are right if you just left blood in a fridge like that it would just it would just coagulate and maybe they added some anticoagulant to it but it needs to be moving um yeah i don't know there is what what's, what's the funniest thing to me is that her her samples First of all, she has hardly any. Like mm-hmm. no no one, <laughs> no scientist I know has that few samples that they can just go to their mini bar and be like <laughs> <laughs> something <Well, are> missing. You've
1: got to think, like, for every for every test that they have to run, they need a separate vial most of the time. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah so I, I don't know this just seems like too convenient and the fact that they're like missing off the rack in like a really convenient little like square it's just so funny isn't it, <laughs> yeah, it, it is, is so funny um, but yeah it's um it's a very it's very tight why has she got blood samples in her office why are they not in the lab There's, there's no many questions what's she doing with them in the- <laughs>
1: yeah none of this makes sense this makes like sense. why is she the one why is she the one running the test sue i know it's like a small town and like there's mm. not much around but like surely you would still have to send it off to a actual lab yeah to do oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like maybe i don't know about hospitals here but may, maybe there's like hospitals with but then she, uh, I don't know.
0: Usually hospitals have labs in them. that That's usually the thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, like, they're in her office. That's not right. Um, yeah. But, anyway, I feel like this was quite a cheap episode because, literally, there's three locations. There's Motel, Hospital, Strip Club. They did a little bit outside. Yeah. And a little bit Bobby's house. But, yeah. Very, kind of,
1: like, not very location heavy. So, I think that's probably mm-hmm. why. Yeah. Yeah, more likely. So we're then in the strip club and Dean and Nick are taking shots and for some reason they're just going back and forth on like naming song titles (laughs) and then who wrote them.
0: It's all Led Zeppelin songs. It's because they couldn't put any Led Zeppelin songs in Supernatural. So they're establishing Um, here that Dean's a big Zeppelin fan mm -hmm. without ever having to listen to their music. They do this a lot in TV shows, I feel, where they're like trying to show that someone has a common interest, so they're like trading facts about that thing. I have never seen anybody in real life have a conversation like this.
1: No. So the only other time that I remember this happening was in Doctor Strange, the first the first movie. Yeah. And but that was that made sense because he was being tested on it. Right. Right? His the um surgery assistant was the one who was just doing that. Mm-hmm. Like because they find, like, they are testing Dr. Strange's knowledge. But, like, surely you would you would go into it, like, the way that we talk about this show. Like, we, <laughs> we'd go into the lore of each of these records, right. surely. not just, like, like your would... birth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just naming a title and being, like... It's like me saying, I don't know, terrible lie. And then you coming back and say, Nine Inch Nails in 1994
0: or whatever. <laughs> or so nineteen eighty. You can't see it. But I'm wearing a Nine Inch nail <laughs> <That's> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's hidden by us. Um Yeah. Maybe this is... Okay, no. I have had conversations like this. When people were trying to gatekeep fan
1: stuff mm. from me.
0: Maybe this is how they think men have conversations about things they like. That it is a test. Maybe. So maybe I wasn't being gatekeeper... gatekeeper Gatekeeper-did? I wasn't being (laughs) (laughs) gatekeeper-did. I wasn't being gatekept. Maybe they were just trying to be friends. I don't think that's true. (laughs) If If you're asking someone at a Star Trek convention who's dressed in a Star Trek uniform facts about star trek to prove they like it i feel like that's of gatekeeping
1: yeah that that is that is the description if you looked up gatekeeping that is exactly what <laughs> would show up it'd be
0: me and that dude who tried to engage in a conversation <laughs> there'd be a picture of us there yeah yeah
1: exactly
0: but it's a weird it's a weird interaction and they're very into it too mm-hmm. i don't know maybe they're just reveling in each other's knowledge of led zeppelin <laughs> But it Maybe. Could, could have been such a different conversation. It could have been like, oh, Zeppelin 4, man. Like, that's my favourite. Like, I would listen to this all the time and, like, I would make mixtapes. <laughs>
1: Maybe that's too on the nose.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> are you saying that mixtapes are really on the nose as a romantic gesture, Annabelle?
1: Not at all. What? do nice... I don't know. <laughs> putting the time and effort into making it and i'm talking a mixed tape not a, a mix cd no. a tape where you have had to go and get the individual records or cds or sometimes the radio and you would have to let it play and hit and yeah no
0: <gasps> the that, as someone who's made mixtapes i don't know oh, i'm going into this now this is this is happening <laughs> the fact is you have to listen to that song and while you listen to that song, you think about the person that you're making that mixtape for. Exactly. Oh, man.
1: It's it's a very, like, you have to tell a story through your mixtape.
0: You do. I, th- I feel like it's the most romantic gesture, actually.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And, like, making a Spotify playlist just isn't the same. No. No.
1: <laughs> the, the only difference is, is that if you're clever enough and you can, like, write a question with the first, like, word of each oh, that's song clever. that is clever <laughs> <laughs> but it might unless the other person knows you that well it might just like skip over their head and be like what is this random assortment of songs but
0: if you're making a led zeppelin mixtape for someone you have to sit there and you have mm-hmm. to listen to houses of the holy while you're thinking of that person <laughs> that's <what I'm> saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey look throughout the episodes i'm gonna dot Eventually, over the whole 327 episodes we do, I'm sure I'm going to end up mentioning at least 13 Led Zeppelin songs I think is on Dean's mixtape. And it's up to you guys to put them all together.
1: (laughs) Well, and honestly, if there are 13, that probably makes sense for a mixtape. Because that's usually about how long a tape could hold. Well, I know it might be sure with Led Zeppelin because they are some pretty long songs. No,
0: I feel that. Hey, like, look, I have my own mixtape mix of Led Zeppelin's songs that I think are on that mixtape. And nice. you, you can I'll, extract that information from me eventually, but it's going to take until the end of season
1: 15. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll be uh, our very, rare last episode is Amy's yeah. mixtape. <laughs> I'll just play
0: it. Led Zeppelin can sue me. <laughs> <laughs> we have
1: no money. We're not making money off of this. You can try. You can try Led Zeppelin. <laughs> we do this for fun
0: (laughs) okay this is where i thought this was going (laughs) i don't think i'd be personally like trying to flip in get robert Platt
1: to sue me um yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um dean says for a fed you're not a total dick Nick says, oh, aren't we both? are we both feds? He's like, yeah, 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 we, we totally are. Totally are. But, you know, feds aren't as cool as we are. <laughs> He's like, please like me. <laughs> and they kind of circle back around to the case. I love that the fact that they yell, shouting this, like as if this is totally normal, but oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. So what the hell with this case, man? How does a girl talk four different Johns into murder? He says can i level with you he says i found something kind of weird i went to this crime scene this morning saw them bagging this up and he hands dean like a an evidence bag with Mm -hmm. some flower like flower petals in it yeah nick says so i went back through all the files and turns out a flower has just been found in every single crime scene uh like it was left on purpose and then he says the whole like well you know serial killers they leave behind a token or a message or whatever planting that seed yeah and Dean says oh I think I might have seen this flower before it cuts to uh, Kara and Sam and quite conveniently it's a hyacinth in the corner it's like those are the same flowers
0: the extremely common (laughs) indoor plant like the extremely common (laughs) (laughs) and like it's not even like a rare colour of hyacinth that's like the Mm -mm. colour that blue purple I mean I don't have any on my windowsill so currently but like
1: i do a lot it's <laughs> like is, is either it's either going to be that purpley blue or white yeah there's
0: some nice like. pink ones too mm-hmm. anyways <laughs> they smell really nice i would recommend that if you want to brighten up your house force some hyacinth bulbs
1: Kara and sam are looking through security video and they they can't find the person who stole the the blood sample someone must have messed with the tape sure okay we'll go with that sam says i think someone drugged the men and um, to make them commit murder um and car says what kind of drug could it be i don't know how you flirt about murder but they manage it
0: <laughs> i feel like sam manages that quite a lot generally in life i'm really I mean, dragging like- sam in this episode <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs>
1: but the thing is you're always surrounded by murder so it kind of makes sense that that's pretty much the basis for all your flirting right
0: that's true if it's your day job i play he's an fbi agent so i feel like well here he is yeah pretending to be one Um, so i feel like they have murder in common <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah
1: but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Kara says have you ever been in a rel- relationship where you really love somebody and still kind of want to bash their heads in I guess implying that you know she's t- like you could take that as Sam being frustrated with Dean.
0: Yeah, see, I don't, I don't love that. <laughs> uh, like, I have to say this for this episode. There's a lot of comparison between their relationship as brothers in a romantic sense in this episode because of the whole siren situation. Because they made it weird.
1: Yeah, they did make it weird.
0: And this conversation here because. I feel like she should be talking about Ruby, but you're right. She's talking about Dean. It's not
1: my jam, man. Especially since, like, I know we we have said multiple times that being someone's brother in this show does not mean mm. in a familial sense unless they are actually <laughs> unless they're actually
0: like you know related.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the fact that the siren also says, you know, to be brothers later on, and then this allusion, like, alluded to, like, when you really love somebody, it's like, yeah, I guess. This this
0: conversation (laughs) would have been fine outside of the context of this episode, where they have, like, Mm -hmm. a monster that is preying on people for, like, sexual reasons it just comes off with a little weird because you're right yeah they're definitely he, like he's definitely thinking about like yeah I do love Dean a lot my relationship with him is really difficult like he really gets on my nerves mm-hmm. and that's confirmed in this episode yeah um, I do feel like it also does apply to Ruby though you know he does, I, he does I don't necessarily think he loves her yeah but I think he cares enough for her about that he finds
1: her frustrating I think eventually he gets to that point i don't know if that's the case right now just mm-hmm. because but then again some the interactions have been kind of weird yeah yeah like magic town usa mm-hmm. um i know i'm going back a couple episodes but like that whole thing where like they're kind of at each other's throats mm-hmm. even though the time before that she was tortured by alistair yeah so it's like yeah, it's
0: it's not consistent if, if, how they write sam and ruby is not consistent through actually what is happening to them mm-hmm. at, at the time because i feel like sam should have been way more sympathetic to her being tortured by Alistair and then yeah. it's not really mentioned again mm. um but yeah until it
1: is <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah,
0: I, I, yeah it's weird it's
1: um, weird yeah. definitely weird.
0: like i said in, in an effort to make this episode not gay or bisexual They made it weird. Yes.
1: Yeah, they did.
2: (laughs) Sounds like you're speaking from experience.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, I'm sorry. I I don't mean to pry. It's okay.
1: And she goes over to like a cabinet and pulls out a bottle of whiskey and like two glasses. That is your
0: job, (laughs) ma'am.
1: Yeah. Like, we already know that she likes to drink because she came in yeah. with a hangover. Which, as a doctor, that's really not... her. How is she still licensed? Let's just put it that way. Yeah,
0: she's not a responsible person. No. Yeah.
1: And again, this is another comparison that they made because we had Dean and Nick doing shots together. Yeah. And now we have Car and Sam doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. She explains that his name... Her ex-husband was Carl... And then, you know, life happened and they basically fell out of love, Mm -hmm. which if you compare that to her previous statement of like, you're so in love with somebody, then you want to bash your head in, but then suddenly like you, you're living with a stranger.
2: Yeah. Like
1: they're they're trying to say two different things Mm -hmm. right after each other and it doesn't really work.
0: The kind of living with a stranger thing, I kind of get for Sam and Dean because Dean has been different since he came back from hell. -hmm. But then Dean's also right what he says later in this episode. Sam is different since he came back from how to
1: Four months separated. Yeah. In the lives that they live.
0: It's a long time.
1: Is a long time and a lot can change.
0: It's like they're kind of learning to live with each other again. Like Mm -hmm. I mean for Dean it was much longer time, right?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So they're learning how to work together again, how their relationship's gonna be. It's like I don't know. It's not, it doesn't seem as easy as it once was.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see this as Sam starting to, like, exert his independence yes. over Dean, and Dean doesn't know what to do with that. Sam
0: has never lived as a hunter by himself until Dean went to hell. He he mm-hmm. lived an independent life when he went to Stanford, but he never was a hunter. Right. Um, and he's realized that, yeah, he's kind of good at it, you know? Mm-hmm. And now, you know, Dean comes back and is bossing him around, telling him what to do and trying to fit into that same dynamic that they had before Dean went to hell. And it's not the same because Sam's not the same person that he was then. Dean's not the same person that he was then. So it exactly. is a bit, there is there is friction there, but this all gets addressed in
1: this episode, like cuffs. <laughs> yeah. How else? Then mm-hmm. <laughs> Kara says, people change. I, I know I did, but it's nothing to feel guilty about. It happens. Mm-hmm. Sam asks if they split up. and She says, I suppose that's a word for it. Mm-hmm. Which, again, oh, like... Oh, like,
0: he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> the way she yeah. said it, I was like, oh,
1: okay, fine. She either murdered him or he
0: died.
1: <laughs> exactly. Sam's phone rings mm-hmm. and um, he ignores it um, and pours another drink. Kara says, we've all got our own sad stories, so screw it. Have fun, no regrets, live life like there's no tomorrow. I hate all of this next bit. Yeah. <laughs> she just gets uncomfortably close. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm okay. You don't you don't need to be right up in someone's ear. Ooh. So she she leans in close and says, for instance, I've been thinking about you all night. Ooh. Well parts of you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't like that. No, it was creepy and weird. No.
0: Thanks, though.
1: But I mean, all the power to her. Like,
0: look, if Sam's into it, so it's fine here. Like, exactly. he's, he's very into it. She's into it. This is all very consensual, all nice. But for me, this is not the kind of flirting that I personally enjoy. Someone right up in my, like, whispering in my ear, talking about my parts. Thanks, though.
1: <laughs> Especially from a doctor, right? <laughs> what what parts are you talking about are you talking about like my outside parts or my inside parts or my like like mouth and i was thinking she's not thinking about his mouth. i kind of wish that she'd like because she takes sam's shirt off Mm -hmm. right i wish she'd said something about the tattoo on the chest
0: right like cool tattoo man
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) or just
0: anything like wow i don't know
1: yeah like touching it like i don't know no one ever
0: comments on the tattoo and it's a real weird tattoo to have let's be real it's a
1: and it's a very visible place yeah Uh, well we know why right they didn't the the reason why it's not (laughs) there so yeah and then it it, uh they have sex in her office in her office where she does all her tests where her blood Vials are where everything
0: is. <laughs> All I'm saying is, it's not an, not aseptic conditions anymore, so I, you know,
1: wouldn't trust her results. <laughs> I think this doctor is just, like, basically a part of girl in, like, she's, she her husband's dead, and she's living life to the fullest at this point, so, like, she sees a man she likes, she goes after she's it. She wants hurt. to go to a script club by herself, she'll go there, yeah. like
0: more power to, Again, more power to her we stand cara she's not in this episode again but its us see nope. her again she has sex with sam winchester and then disappears
1: and she's probably okay with that actually to yeah, be honest i think so
0: again like yeah i think this was very it was very casual, which is absolutely fine yeah um cool so we, we see sam arrive back at his motel looking a little bit rumpled like his tie's not on anymore and his hair is kind of flippy um mm. Dean's driving and rings him and, and Sam finally picks up and Dean's like, where are you? And he, where have you been, young man? I almost expected, like, Sam to walk into the motel
1: room and, like, Dean's turned on a light and been like, where have you been? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's exactly what he would do. <laughs> oh.
0: And he said he was with Kara and Dean's like, "Oh, it's Kara now, is it? Like, oh, you're not picking up your phone? And Sam says, like, you know, we we're trying to find the blood samples. Someone stole them um and Dean explains that Nick found flower petals at the seam hyacinths sounds like and and like they're Mediterranean <laughs> doesn't matter um from the island where the whole friggin siren myth starts in the first place it's like that is a stretch that's a, that a stretch
1: well we know they like to stretch things with when it comes to plants yeah, so that's
0: very true the plant <laughs> lore is not it in this show And then, you know, she's like, Sam, Kara had those flowers. And Sam doesn't think she's a siren because I guess he's not feeling any, he doesn't think like he's feeling any effects from the siren Mm -hmm. after he's just slept with Kara. So, um, you know, Dean brings up that she has a dead husband. He like died out of the blue, which is actually not, it doesn't fit the pattern, but Dean's making that fit the pattern anyway because it's like kind of random. He wasn't murdered.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a woman. You killed a man yeah. rather than a man that killed a woman. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, it doesn't really fit, but like, yeah, Dean's on it. Because Nick's convinced him, basically.
1: And, and Sam's in danger. So he kind of puts <gasps> his blinders on. That's true. Yeah.
0: Danger, Sam. <laughs> um, and Dean's like, well, why are you so sure that it's not her? And, Dean, and Sam's like, oh, I don't know, a hunch. And he's like, a hunch? I'm giving you facts here and you're giving me a hunch? And then there's like a little pause.
2: Did you sleep with her? No. Holy crap, you did.
0: <laughs> he just knows. <laughs> Middle of basic instinct and you bang Sharon Stone. You <laughs> could be under her spell right now. And Sam's like, I'm not under her spell. I mean, I believe Sam that he's not, un- you know, he seems quite mm-hmm. cognizant. Like, he doesn't seem like he's under a spell. Mm-hmm. And surely they must know that the person, if they were under the spell, the person they're going to go for is the other one. Because they're literally the only other person that they could possibly try and kill in this situation. Yeah. But Sam's not trying to murder Dean. He's just sat in his hotel room like, hi. And then Dean says something well out of order. That Dean's like, I don't really get it. And Sam's so like, what? And he's like, nothing. And so Sam's like, no, say it. And Dean says, no, it's just, first it's Madison, then Ruby, and now Kara. It's like, what is with you and banging monsters? Dean. Potkill Black, first of all. I mean, he hasn't actually slept with any monsters, but they're in his future.
1: <laughs> he slept with an
0: angel. That's true. Oh, I guess he doesn't see angels as the monsters. I'm doing air
1: quotations much, like yeah.
0: But like, Assume Madison wasn't yeah.
1: a monster, not really. I but, mean, she did kill her boss, so maybe.
0: I mean, she was a werewolf, but like Dean saw her as a monster, where Sam didn't. So that's, mm-hmm. that's the thing here. Same with all of these women, actually. <laughs>
1: He cried. He cried when Sam killed
0: Maddie. Bringing up Madison here was out of order. I mean, Ruby, I can get. I can, because Dean and Ruby, no, they're just, no, they don't like each other. Yeah, Mm -mm. And she's a demon. But, like, Madison, out of order.
1: Absolutely. Time out for Dean. Yeah,
0: it's not (laughs) good.
1: Sit in the corner and think about what you did, Dean.
0: (laughs) Also, Dean's, like, two greatest romances in this show is an angel and a vampire, so, like... Oh, and like maybe a demon, if you if you kind of go with
1: Dean and Crowley's summer of love theory, which we <laughs> and apparently be. a siren in this one We're too. So. About, I mean,
0: <laughs> anyway, Sam says, you know, it's not car. I feel fine, and he's like, this could be the siren talking. They're just arguing now at this point, and when they hang up, Sam throws his phone across the room, and he does this really like look into near the camera, like they zoom in on his face, and he's <clears> all like, got his hair in his face, very emo. It's like yeah, I'm that rebellious. Really <laughs> so Dean rings Bobby to tell on Sam.
1: <laughs> He's like Bobby, Dad, Dad, <laughs> Sam's being naughty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he did something dumb. I don't know what to do about it. Um, and he says like Bobby, I think that, you know the sirens worked her mojo on him. The use of the word mojo is nice there. And then hangs up and calls Nick. And says to him, I need your help. And Nick's like, with what? And then uh, Dean says, canvassing, we've got to find somebody. So they're going to try and find Kara, who Dean yep. thinks is a siren. So Nick and Dean are staking out a place where they've seen Kara go in. You know, Nick's kind of questioning why they're following this woman. Dean basically says, well, I think she's drugging these guys. He's not giving in the fact that it's anything supernatural. And Nick's like, but how are they all the same woman, etc.? Like, he's really questioning it. Dean says, it's kind of hard to explain, but I have my reasons and they're good ones. So you're just going to have to trust me on them. And Nick says, yeah, OK, I guess. And Dean's like, oh, oh, thank you. That's actually very <laughs> nice to hear. Someone trusts me and listens to me and, you know, validates me. It's very mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dean takes a drink from his hip flask and then offers it to Nick. And Nick drinks it, hands it back to Dean. And Dean takes another drink. Are you aware of the anime trope of
1: indirect kissing? I am. Yeah. That was the first thing that came into my mind. <laughs> when that happened, I was like, oh, okay. And then it's confirmed with what Nick says next.
0: I mean, and, and also I feel like it's, I have to mention Charlie here because she would definitely say, I feel like it's an old Hollywood trope that kisses um, are from drink sharing. I think that's kind of where that comes from as well and anime. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. i love those like anime old hollywood <laughs> nick says oh let's say she is drugging her victims how is she pulling that off and he's like well she could be injecting them or passing the, the toxin through physical contact and nick's like or it could be saliva like and then completely turns and says you should have wiped the lip of that thing before you drank from it Dean." And then Dean realizes what's happened because he's been infected with the toxin from the siren, his Nick. And then Nick says, I should be your little brother. Sam, you can't trust him not like you can trust me. We see Nick's reflection is the siren in the rearview mirror. And says, In fact, I feel like we should you should get him out of the way so we can be brothers forever. and dude's like yeah (laughs) you're right you're right yeah you're right random hot man we should be together forever let's get Sam out of the way
1: for one I should be your little brother I don't like it I don't like it especially since like Literally, the last time the siren was with somebody, she was like, I love you. Mm-hmm. We could be together forever if it wasn't for your mom. It's just like,
0: I think mm-hmm. that's why they had that last scene in, because she didn't kill his wife, he killed a family member. And then they're like, yeah. oh, so that's how this works, guys. It's fine. What's really funny... Okay, I have to say this. So I watched this with my husband. There was the scene of Sam getting really angry on the phone. And then just before... Like, he's never watched this episode before. He hasn't watched most of Supernatural. So he just Mm -hmm. watches it occasionally. So he hasn't even, like, seen them in order. He just (laughs) knows what I think about it. And then they they rocked up to the scene and he was like, wouldn't it be really funny, like, if the FBI guy was the siren? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then it obviously turns out that he is. And then he said to me again, like, well I only said that because of your whole like bisexual dean theory that you've made me listen to (laughs) it does make sense right again like I said they wanted to do this like a reveal like a twist so like oh the siren's Mm -hmm. been a woman this whole time now she's nick oh we weren't expecting it Mm -hmm. I think what happened was they wrote that realized that it could come off a little bisexual and they were like how can we back out of this situation (laughs)
1: Without rewriting the entire episode. Yeah.
0: And so they went with, okay, the only other relationship in the show is the brother, so let's he wants to be his brother for some reason. Even though all the other relationships have involved like sex in some way and falling in love. Like oxytocin, like falling in romantic love. Like it's very much like specifically. So basically what I'm saying is this was Dean falling for a guy. The siren who both Sam and Dean says, oh, they appear as everything you've ever wanted, mm-hmm. appear to him as a man. <laughs> um, and, yeah, Dean's a bisexual man. He just is. And maybe he doesn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, ooh, this is a theory. So the siren can read minds, right? Yes. So maybe Dean's so deep in denial about his bisexuality at this point that, like, the siren was like, well, why... The spidey senses are telling me that I need to be a man in the situation to get on this guy's side. But then when it comes to it, he's like, oh no, this man is extremely closeted, how do I like how do I convince him to, to kill someone in his life? I guess brother fine kind of works. <laughs> I don't know, but it, it could be could could be that. But you're also right. The use of the use of brother and supernatural is so loaded. Not between Sam and Dean, but between other men in particularly Dean's circle of friends. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I mean, think how... I mean, not even just Cass. Let's just leave Cass out of this equation. Think about how um, Dean and Benny speak to each other. Yeah. And they'll say, like, it's kind of like a brother-in-arms kind of thing. And it's like, yes, it is, but it's also way more loaded than that.
1: (laughs) It is. And also, the, the thing that gets me with this situation is that it's implied that... The siren is going to actually keep one of the brothers. and yes. wants it to be Dean. Yeah. Whereas before, the siren would get with a partner mm-hmm. and have them kill the significant person in their life. Yeah. And then disappear. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was if Nick was going to disappear after this.
0: It felt like he wasn't. Mm-hmm. There was something in how he we was talking to Dean that was just a little bit more.
1: Maybe the actor behind Nick um, is just better than the the chick that they chose to be the stripper. Maybe or maybe convincing.
0: he too has uh, fallen at the altar of Jensen Ackles and just couldn't help but like act it that way. <laughs> as as we are seeing that that happened to the world now because of the boys. <laughs> <Yes>. um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that man has a superpower.
0: <laughs> he has a, he has some kind of superpower. I'm telling you. This episode is is like I said. One of the number one references in the bisexual dude theory. Like, yeah. it, it works. It it works. And it's very... I mean, 2009. I think we said we're not giving anyone a pass after 2008. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Boo to you, Supernatural. You could have leaned yeah. into this, actually. Mm-hmm. They do use it to get a lot of um, talking out of the brothers in this episode. Well, they normally yeah. wouldn't communicate funny how you can only communicate when you're under the influence of supernatural mojo
1: well we've said this before yeah. that this is the only way that they'd deal with their problems is it if there's something supernatural related to it yeah and they were coerced oxytocined <laughs> into this like
0: making nick the siren is a choice because again you could have had two women in this episode paralleling each other like you could have had kara and you could have had like a strong like female FBI agent who's into yeah. cars and Led Zeppelin, right? Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't have known which one was the siren. So it would have still been a twist when you find out which one it is. But you do make it kind of kind of gay when you're saying that, yeah, this is the, perf- the perfect person, someone you've always ever wanted. Like to you, they are amazing, like the best romantic partner you could ever want and then make that a, a guy for one of your male characters. Is, is a str- It's a strong look.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially like with this next scene, some of the stuff that Nick says. Yeah, exactly. exactly. As well. Where has Sam been that he has to come back? I guess he went out looking for Dean. I think right? So. yeah. That's, that would be the Im- implication. Because Sam enters the motel room and Nick is sat on the bed. And Nick's posture has now changed. Yes. He is now much more, he's sat in, in a much more feminine way. Like he's got like his legs crossed at like the knees
0: he even does and i I hate to say this but it is true he even does a very like the kind of i want to say limp wristed gesture that is like a i don't even know what to call it like a stereotype of Mm -hmm. gay men and
1: it was it was all choices that didn't have to be made like is is this saying that the siren is female Mm. and now that she um, no longer has to put on the face of masculinity because, you know, they have to be a FBI guy. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't add up. <laughs> because if if the siren can be perfect for somebody, yeah. is that what Dean wants?
0: I don't know. Is that
1: what Sam wants?
0: Uh, like, I'm, I'm here for gender-fluid sirens. Gender-fluid sirens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I Absolutely.
1: love it. I think the reason why they made Nick suddenly feminine acting
0: yeah is
1: to soften the blow into like you like the audience thinking it's a woman transformed as a man. Yeah. So the siren is a woman. Yeah and the siren just took on the facade of a man to get Dean and yeah. that's the only reason. Yeah. Um but like Nick couldn't still act like Nick because mm. it'd be like too gay. But then it doesn't work because he's <laughs> now a feminine man, which is a, unfortunately a, what a stereotypical gay man would be.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially in early 2000s television.
1: Yeah, or late yeah. 2000s. Late. Yeah. Tw- oh, we're in the late
0: 2000s now. I can't say early <laughs> anymore. Oh, my gosh.
1: And then Dean jumps Sam and holds a huge knife to his throat. I gotta
2: tell you,
1: you're one butt ugly stripper. Right. Men can be strippers too. And honestly, for a male Shabrookie, would be very attractive.
0: Fine, attractive man.
1: Nick says, well, maybe, but I got exactly what I wanted. I got Dean. Mm. So, interesting. Sam tries to, you know, reason with Dean, try and get out of his, under his spell. But Monroe says to Dean, why don't you just cut him a little bit on his neck? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it is. Nick says, Dean's all mine. <laughs> so Sam accuses Nick of poisoning dean Mm
0: -hmm. no i gave him what he needed
2: and it wasn't some bitch in a g-string it was you
1: okay uh right Mm, what a little brother who looked up to him the that he could trust and now he loves me Uh, he'd do anything for me and i gotta tell you sam watching someone kill for you it's the best feeling in the world
0: so he's saying that what dean wants is someone who looks up to him and trusts him
1: i don't think he does (laughs) but maybe that's cast though (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) 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 or that will be cast yeah i don't yeah
0: i think you're right i don't think that necessarily is what Dean wants i mean i guess sirens can read mine so sure if you say so
1: but maybe that's what he thinks he thinks he should want know what i mean
0: Yes, like I said before, this siren got very confused when he looked into <laughs> Dean Winchester's mind. It was it was a big old confusion in there. I, I feel I think that was it. There was a lot of mixed signals mm-hmm. um, coming through because it's like this this man is is into men, but he's not very like fully on board with this. Um, so I don't know. Isn't it? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think maybe where crux this is, is that at the moment, I think what Dean wants is for Sam and Dean's relationship to go back to how it was pre hal mm-hmm. And that, I think that's one of his main wants at the moment. That kind of got mixed up with the siren signals of like actual kind of sexuality as mm-hmm. well, in my opinion, I just think the siren got a bit muddled because Dean's a very complex, <laughs> <laughs> and that's saying it lightly. <laughs> very lightly, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I don't think Dean really does want the sound to be like, "Oh, Dean, you're the bestest brother, you're amazing." I don't know what the voice was. <laughs> um, you know, I think he, I think they do. He does want them to have an equal partnership mm-hmm. um, because they both bring different strengths to their like hunting team.
1: Yeah, I think the thing that's... He wants the deference of Sam, right? Yeah. So, like, when it comes to maybe some of the bigger decision-making stuff, he wants Sam to be the one... Like, Sam to listen to him on those Mm. directions. And the trust
0: isn't there at the moment. And he definitely wants the trust back with his brother.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Which really matters, especially as they're getting close to the end of the world. They need to be able to trust each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, what, we're like eight episodes to the end of this season? (laughs) (laughs) Eight episodes from the apocalypse, people. (laughs) Get your bags packed. (laughs) So, and then Nick says, you know, I I get bored like we all do. And I just want to fall in love again and again and again. I don't know particularly why Sam's taunting him so much. Because he says, you know, I tell you what, I fought some nasty sons of bitches. But you are uh, one needy, pathetic loser. Yeah. He's pulling a deem here. But it's just like, it doesn't really land. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick says, well, you won't feel that way in a minute. And he like lifts up his tongue and he's got like a gland under his tongue. Yeah. That catches him like on the corner of his mouth. It was like, oh, uh, mm, uh, He's basically spit on his face is what happened here. Yep. Because this is supernatural and because this is the only way that they can resolve their feelings and issues. Nick says... So I, I know you two have a lot of things you want to get off your chest. Why don't you discuss it? And the one who survives can stay with me forever. <laughs> they face each other and they begin their argument. Yeah. Um, so Dean says, I don't know when it happened, which is the first time he really speaks in this episode. He's had like one word so far. Yeah. Like he yeah. was really, like the zombified analogy mm-hmm. was 100% accurate. Yeah.
2: Sam, I knew he's gone. That's
0: so it is not the demon blood or the psychic crap it's the little stuff the lies the secrets yeah
1: and i got really confused (laughs) because i was like we haven't talked about demon blood yet oh yeah oh but
0: i think think he means the yeah yeah
1: yeah it's not a truth serum right because sam doesn't admit to taking demon blood at this point he just Like, he asks about the secrets that he's supposedly keeping. So he doesn't just sort of blur out his secrets.
0: No, it's more about discussing their issues, which Nick has asked them to do, and they're under his rule at the moment. So they're doing that. Mm -hmm. But I think if this had gone on, maybe it would have come out.
1: So Dean points out the phone calls to Ruby. Do I need your say-so to make a phone call? Dean says, that's the point. You're hiding things from me. What else aren't you telling me? Sam says, none of your business. Mm. he's just reminiscing on the past um, saying see that's what I mean we we used to be in this together Uh, we used to have each other's backs and Sam says
2: you want to know why I didn't tell you about Ruby and how we're hunting down Lilith because you're too weak to go after her Dean you're holding me back I'm a better hunter than you are stronger smarter
0: That's that's a knife in the heart to Dean that is like, yes. the fact that he, that Sam thinks he's a better hunter than him, Dean sees himself as, I mean... Peak. peak yeah, peak hunter.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, he also knows that Sam's better at certain things, though.
0: If Sam doesn't need Dean to save him anymore, what's the point of Dean's existence in his mind? hmm You know, if he's obsolete, if Sam can just do it all himself and... He can take care of himself and he doesn't need Dean to protect him. Why is Dean, Dean? Yeah. So it's about that. It's about feeling like... Because that's always been his purpose in life and that's why mm-hmm. he went to hell. It was all to protect Sam. Everything was to protect Sam and Sam doesn't need his protection anymore. So what do you do? You have to face up to the rest of the things that are in your life,
1: which Dean's not very good at doing. <laughs> nope. So Sam continues and says... I- you're too busy sitting around feeling sorry for yourself, whining about all the souls you tortured in hell. Boo hoo. Do you think this is like a dig at what Dean said earlier about like Madison and... This is tit for tat, just like
0: being mean to each other at this point. Yeah. Is this si- this things fighting, like... It I'm is, but it's like the, the- worst. <laughs> yeah, well, no. The people who can hurt you the most are people who are closest to you, who know your That's secrets true. and stuff. So it's like... I will, at the most inopportune moment, mention the time that you did this really embarrassing thing when you were like four, right? Except Dean's really embarrassing thing is that he tortured souls in hell. (laughs) Um, That's that's quite a... Yeah.
1: (laughs) That causes a fight. Uh, They start trading punches.
0: I don't think we've actually seen those two fight like this properly. Or maybe in asylum, there was a bit of a fight. Maybe not since then. I like this. It was good is like they're both pretty good at like fighting. Um mm-hmm. so this was quite a fun fight. I like the bit where yes. Sam threw Dean through the screen. He <laughs> literally like picked him up and like threw him. That was pretty mm-hmm. funny. But yeah, they're like properly I mean, all for Sam's talk of being stronger than Dean. Yeah, I mean
1: Dean manages to get him through a door, like yep. he just punches him. I don't know. Body slams him into a drawer, um, which knocks him down, and then he goes for an axe.
0: Look, Cain <laughs> <laughs> and
1: Abel. I Cain and
0: Abel. That's all I'm saying here. It's just repeated over and over again in supernatural. This is
1: uh Isn't this the second time he's gone for an axe? So, like that we've seen so far. I've, this is not. I feel like this is not the first time.
0: I Don't remember the first axe. I mean, it's a pretty good horror movie trope, right? Going after someone with an axe. I mean, it's terrifying, yeah. Dean was always going to get the upper hand in this fight because he had to, because Michael and Lucifer, Cain and Abel, the tropes were all there. The foreshadowing of this fight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was That's the- so <laughs> true. Oh my God, that is so true.
0: This, I was watching this like, this is, this is actually big time foreshadowing. All the things that Sam says about, you know, you're weaker than me, I'm stronger than you, I'm going to be, like, I'm better than you and everything. It's so... You're not standing my
1: way anymore. Yeah, yeah
0: it's so Lucifer, right? Mm-hmm. And then they fight and, like, Dean managed to get the upper hand because he's the older brother and it's like, they knew where this was going and I actually really, really, really appreciate this fight. Uh, yeah, anyways, mm-hmm. it was good. And then you get Bobby! <laughs> <laughs> to saying a father figure stepping in the look rewatching supernatural is peak
1: experience because you're like they knew what they were doing sometimes <laughs> <laughs> do you think um Catherine Hunt humphries and sarah gamble do you think they're all friends <laughs> they must have
0: been in cahoots surely there was the, like because there's no way you can write this theme and not know where this show is going because the foreshadowing is
1: extremely good mm-hmm so nick is like taunting dean saying you know do it do it for me dean um and dean to sam says tell me how weak i am sam how do i hold you back and then as dean swings the axe bobby grabs the arm of dean yeah and then stabs him in the back with a bronze blade <laughs> and like nick runs away so he flings it down the corridor and kills nick it was very all epic and Very good.
0: It's the most badass Bobby that we've seen for a while, and I really really
1: liked it. (laughs) You see Nick dead on the floor, and like Dean cradling his upper back. Yep. I mean, he didn't stab him very much. This is an intro you (laughs) Yeah. All right, I'll stab you very gently (laughs) or viciously in the I don't trapeze area (laughs) and see how
0: you know Bobby had fully sterilized that knife like he had thought about this before he'd gone into it. you know it was all mm-hmm. fine I guess Bobby apologizes because they're all under a bridge now together we see Bobby's mm-hmm. like terrible car that I absolutely love actually um, <laughs> and he hands him some drinks and Dean's like soda and Bobby says you boys are driving aren't you and this made me remember from um yellow fever where mm-hmm. I think Danny pointed out to us when we did an episode with them that they were all drinking and driving at the end of that episode of drinking beers and then drove off. I wonder if they got kind of in trouble for that, so like kind of tried to fix it here.
1: So I think in that one, Bobby waves them off, like he doesn't take the beer. It's Sam and Dean drinking beer, but yeah. Bobby says no because he he does get straight into the car and drives off. Uh, So I think Bobby's always been aware of drinking and driving. Yeah. Which also, like we were talking before, how, you know, how do they celebrate without trying to deal with Dean's alcoholism? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. This is how they could have done it for the rest of the season. Yeah.
0: No, there's a problem. So casually pointing them in the right direction. Yeah, I would like that, actually. And yeah, they could have had coats or whatever they're supposed to be. They like root beer,
1: maybe, actually. I I don't know. I didn't see... They're just a, a dark cola,
0: Generic fizzy drink. <laughs> no advertising here. Um, mm-hmm. So Sam says like, thank you, Bobby, if you hadn't shown up when you did. And Bobby's like, well, you've done the same for me more than once. And then, of course, you could have picked up the phone. It would took us one call to figure out that Nick Monroe wasn't real. It's just like <laughs> pretty funny. Bobby asked if they're going to be okay because they're quite quiet. And you know, it's like they're wearing their, like, everything's not okay clothes.
1: Mm-hmm. Which,
0: for Sam, seems to be that hippie shirt. Yes. <laughs> and for Dean, it's John's jacket. I mean, we know that already. That's his, like, armor. Mm. But, yeah, it's like their comfort clothes. The ones that feel <laughs> the best, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which I really like. Bobby kind of, like, says, okay, you know, because they both agree that they're going to be all right. Like, you're yeah, fine, whatever. Um, and Bobby says, see ya. And then kind of turns around and says, like, you know, those sirens and nasty things that
1: it got to, that's no reason to feel bad. So I think that's what he, he's kind of reading off of them, that mm-hmm. they got, they got bested by a monster. Yeah. Because I don't think he heard any of the fight. No. Not really. So he doesn't know why they're awkward with each other. Yeah, exactly. So, so he's trying to like console them without knowing what the reasons are.
0: Yeah. He thinks their egos are just bruised, but it's a bit deeper yeah. than that. So yeah, Bobby leaves. And um, Dean and Sam are, you know, still drinking outside of their car, and again under a bridge is where conversations happen this season. Oh, they're literally building bridges. Oh.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god. Wow. Dean asks Sam if he's going to say goodbye to Kara, and Sam's like, "No, I'm not interested." This is a big deal for Sam because whenever they he's had like a bow. in a a city before he's always been like oh I wish we could stay or Dean's kind of wished that he could stay for him or there's been some kind of angst there but Sam's really like nah it's all right
1: (laughs) (laughs) she's a bit much for me
0: (laughs) I mean Sam even says like what's the point I mean he knows the hunter lifestyle now like love him and leave him which is exactly what Dean says and Sam says Dean look you know I didn't mean the things I said back there right it was just the siren spell talking and he's like, of course, me too. And there's like a long pause where it's like, mm-hmm. they definitely meant everything that they said back there. Yeah. Um, and they just agree that they're both good with that and leave. They get in the car and drive. That's it. That's the end <laughs> that's of the it. episode. They're like, they don't address anything they've said, as usual. Um, I guess they're just never going to talk about this again. No. Nope. Sure. I do feel like this festers. And it does play into the Lucifer Michael stuff later on, especially with the like stuff that Sam said.
1: This is going to play Dean the most, I think. Yeah. Because what Sam will do, he'll take a more practical approach, right? Mm. He'll get stronger. That's Sam's approach. Like if something bests him, and in this case it was Dean, he will try to get stronger than Dean. Yeah. Whereas with Dean, the emotional hits that Sam gave to him, it will just sit there because he... Yeah. Sam never addresses his secrets. Mm. So there will continue to be secrets.
0: And it kind of gives you an insight into how they're feeling in this point in time as well. Like Sam's almost resentful of Dean in some way. Mm -hmm. And then Dean's is just very insecure that Sam's kind of leaving him behind. It's it's interesting. This episode is wild from start to finish. (laughs) Yes. It does address a lot of the, the brothers' problems at this point in the series. And we're getting fairly close to its end now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is kind of ramping up their emotions, definitely. It did it in such a wild way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's to say it lightly. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I don't even know how I would explain this episode. Here's your homework. <laughs> I want you to... Play this episode to someone who's never watched Supernatural and get their reaction to the siren being a guy in Dean's universe. Like, Mm -hmm. I just want to know how other people are interpreting this as well, actually. I think it would be a really interesting social experiment. So tell us your findings. (laughs) (laughs) I'll write it into a paper and publish it. (laughs) But no, like, yeah, I'd actually be genuinely interested. I might try and do that amongst my friends. They don't like to watch Supernatural with me. I'm, I'm a bit much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> season four is very dramatic, right? They, they always leave, like, the end of the episode is a line <laughs> cut off. Yeah. We've kind of assigned a theme, right, mm-hmm. to each season. Yeah. So, like, season three was facing your own hell. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what season four is. Is it, fa- is it facing? It's not facing your fears because it's not really doing. No, anything. not really.
0: I think <laughs> I think season four, as a theme, because we haven't really spoken about it. You're right. It's almost like having to deal with yourself and like who you are. There's a lot of like
1: self reflection in this 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 season. And so for me, this latter half of the season, like coming back has all been about, like, nobody really wins. No. Yeah. So family remains. Mm-hmm. Like, the family kind of have a horrible time of it, and they lose a family member, and they still have to stay in this house. Yeah. It's not really a happy ending. No. Chris Angel's a bag. He had to kill a member of his family. Yeah. Oh, is, it, is this what it is? It's killing a member of your family. Is that is that what... <laughs>
0: They're ramping up to something, Annabelle. I wonder what it could be.
1: Yeah, because... And then this one was literally the brothers fighting each other and almost ending one another.
0: They're hitting us in the face with it at this point, like literally.
1: (laughs) So I wonder if that's what it is. It's like nobody really wins and you have to kill... Like Family members will die because nobody will win. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a lot.
0: Uh, I love season four. I think... Someone described it as in Ame, Hip and it may have been Charlie a very horny season. And I can I can see <laughs> that I can see that. there's not much more I can say about this episode. I think it's just it speaks for itself and I don't understand why people don't believe that you can read more into it. I am kinda g of, I am kind of annoyed when people are like, You're reading too much into these things. When you sit with someone who hasn't watched the series before and like, actually no, you're not reading too much into this. You know?
1: Mm-hmm. So Next episode. Next episode is Death Takes a Holiday.
0: This makes me think of the Sandman series. It always does.
1: <laughs> everything, everything reminds you of the Everything <laughs> reminds you of the Sandman series. That's why. But no, it's the one um, where like,
0: you know, how closes. will so the dead people come back to life? And I mean, yeah, and Tessa's back. So, you know, the embodiment of death uh-huh. at this point in the series, that's, that's who she is. I know she's not technically death, but they don't, they haven't introduced death yet. So at the moment, no. Tessa's kind of filling that role without filling it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I love things to do with Reapers. I think it's very cool. Your love started with Faith. <laughs> Look, they could have just done a whole series about
1: Reapers and stuff. I think it's a really cool idea. All right. So at the end of the episode, we'd like to thank the pixel Agora for his amazing logo art for the podcast um and if you would like to purchase that on buttons and stickers and bottles and things you can go to our red bubble store and a portion of the profits will go to him as a thank you uh you can also find us all over the interwebs search for escaping purgatory podcast or escaping podcast on twitter on the twitter.com.
0: So, this week we explored some aspects of ourselves that we maybe weren't completely aware of, but we secretly knew deep down were true all along. Um, and so, next week, hopefully, we can continue that exploration and find our way out.
1: Bye! <laughs> Bye! <laughs>